Welcome to We Are York, a podcast designed to dive into who we are as a community. My name is Stephen Postier, and I'll be interviewing various business owners, service club members, nonprofit directors, and other people from around York County, Nebraska. My goal is to find our why. Why York County, and why do people choose to call York home? This podcast is sponsored by Henderson State Bank, member FDIC. So I ask you to listen in on each episode as we discover another story about someone's why. Welcome everybody to this week's episode of We Are York. I'm sitting here with Tony North, who is part owner of York Printing Company and North Office Supply. Um, it's been a family business here in the community for, I believe you just celebrated 50 years. 50 years. Uh, congratulations, that's there, but Thank you. your family's been in the business even longer, so I understand it. Yeah. Um, you can tell us a little bit about the history of sure. um, the business and how you guys ended up in York. Sure, sure. Um, first, thank you for asking me to do this. I think this is a great idea. And uh, I've been following the podcast so far, so it's it's been yeah. really interesting. It's been some great subject matter, so I was really happy that you asked me, so thanks. Glad to hear that. Um, my father, Cy, and my mother, Katie, came out to York in 1969 from, um, at that time, which was Jacob North Printing in Lincoln. So Jacob North Printing um, has been around since uh, the late 1800s. It um, was founded by my great-great-grandfather, Jacob North and then passed down uh, through the generations um, in the family. Um, it would have been 2000 and 2010, I believe, that it was purchased by Mid-States out of South Dakota. Kept the Jacob North name, kept them running in, posi- in where they were at, and then it was purchased by, uh, which was Cornerstone Printing, and now they're Fire of Spring Printing, and then they liquidated everything then, so Jacob North is now not in existence anymore. But but in 1969, uh, Cy, they were venturing out of Lincoln a little bit, wanted to start another a satellite. And there was an opportunity here at the time to purchase some equipment and a business that was that was uh, looking for to sell. And um, so they were able to come out and they salvaged a lot of their equipment, brought some equipment from Lincoln and um, started York Printing Company. So initially it was going to be an arm of Jacob North, but as they came out and got comfortable here, they just made it its own standalone. Just that's why they called it York Printing Company. So yeah, that's been, that was 50 years ago in May. And North Office Supply came about probably five years after that, once they moved over to this area, to this building. Okay. So... What uh, what type of services do you offer? I mean, kind of a, some of it from the name you can kind of gather, mm-hmm. but um, I know you do a lot of stuff here for for the community mm-hmm. and a lot of groups in the community that utilize their services. Yeah, we we have you know we're forty miles from uh, another outlet for printing, um, north, south, east, and west. So we've really diversified over the years. So we could try to do as much stuff here in house. Um, and that's come about from uh, people needing things right away anymore. So they couldn't wait for it to go to Lincoln or to go to Grand Island and come back. So we offer a variety of services. We offer screen printing of garments, signs and banners, uh, window vinyl, car decals, that type of thing, magnets for vehicles, um, then large format posters or banners, like I said, and uh, awards, 
um, engraving, but then also we do uh, offset printing and digital printing. So um, that means that we can basically capable of anything. We do business cards or we can do, you know, large catalogs if you want. And so we have all the services that encompass that. So we can set everything up for you. Or if you have a file that's ready to go, we can easily print that too. We have full finishing capabilities as far as folding, stitching, gluing, any of that stuff that needs to be done, as well as full fulfillment with uh, mailing services. To deal, to deal with the post office sometimes can be a little difficult with a lot of their stuff that they change and restrictions. And so knowing how to send out a mailing is is something that a lot of businesses don't they don't want to deal with they don't know how to do it so we we take that away from them so you can literally give us a sketch on a napkin of a postcard or something and we'll we will mock that up for you show it to you print it address it sort it for mail fill out all the paperwork for the post office and take it over to the post office for you. And yeah, you guys have done that for the bank for that every door direct mail yep. and really gotten yeah. this great way to kind of get stuff out to yeah. people. And mass. Yeah, every door direct mail is great. Um, it's simple for us to use because we figured out how to do it. And, uh, and you don't have to have addresses. That's the yeah. hardest thing with mailing is keeping up with addresses because if you send, if you send something out um, that's addressed and it's not, and the post office doesn't think that that's who lives there or it's not addressed correctly, those come back and they cost money when they come back. So not having to deal with addresses has been great with the Every Door Direct Mail. And um, you can hit a lot of people. And you, you, you can pick and choose your routes that you want to hit. And it's the least expensive way to mail. So it's, it costs the, the least amount and it's the easiest to do. And it's a great tool. So... so. Uh, on to you personally, um, this being a family business, mm -hmm. how did you decide to move back to the York community and to kind of follow in your father's footsteps, if you will? Well, you know, I graduated high school in New York and went to the university in Lincoln. And, you know, it was it was one of those stories. Oh, I'm getting out of here. You know, I'm, I'm not coming back. And, and as I was growing up, I thought um, that maybe I would come back and run the business someday, but I wasn't exactly sure. Um, Actually moved to Denver, lived in Denver for five years. And as I got older and realized, started to look a little bit more in the future, um, had a job offer for my current employer in Denver that would have kind of locked me down for a number of years. So then you start thinking about the future. What are you, yeah. Where are you going to have a family? What are you going to do? Where are you going to live? And in Denver at the time, and as it is now, I'm sure, you know, you're looking for a place to, to buy. It was rather daunting. And very expensive. So, <laughs> looking at taking that factor in, and then and then reading the newspaper every day in my area, and saying these are where my kids are going to go to school, and that was a, you know, that was kind of a, that was the the deciding factor. Mm -hmm. And it just so happened at the same time I received this job offer. Um, Cy, my father had asked me to come back. They were actually short of a, a pressman, and um, all through high school and college. And then even after college, I didn't use it. I didn't. I, I don't want to say that the wrong way, but I, I used my uh, my trade for my for my employment. I was working in print shops the whole time. When I came back, it was easy for me to just jump right in and start working as a pressman here. And it was a good way to do it. As I, I kind of learned all the equipment, so I knew what we had, what the capabilities were, and was able to go through 
get you know fairly comfortable with all the equipment that we had at the time. And um, so I just kind of did that for a number of years and then eventually came up front and saw how he ran and managed the printing company. And then it wasn't long. He, he was itching to, uh, <laughs> to get out. Technology was a huge, at that point, you know, we're, we're talking, um, we're talking almost 20 years ago and technology had passed up Psy and he knew it and he didn't want to deal with it. And so he, with me coming in, it was, it was, I had a lot of uh, experience with technology in Denver. Um, I was, I was working with some pretty high tech stuff. So I knew what was out there. I knew, I knew what was, what we could have on the floor that that could expand our capabilities. So it was a good time. It was a good mesh. He, he was ready to go. York Printing was ready for a change. And so it it worked out well. Um, The timing worked out really well. So yeah, back to, why I came back, it was, it was for a job, but it was also quality of life. Mm-hmm. I mean, the quality of life here was much better. We, what we were, what I was looking at to purchase for a, for a very small condo in Denver, for almost half the price, I got a three-bedroom house, two-car garage. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, that was a factor. And yeah. when we came back and we're looking around for homes in New York, it was. It was a pretty easy sell. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, obviously the job, the family business, it's, it is what I wanted to do. Um, it's what I'd work for. Um, even though when I left the area, I wasn't sure. But by the time to make the decision to come back, it was an easy de- decision to make. Yeah. So the community obviously is a big factor. Yes. But also having an available job was key. Yeah. You would, oh, yeah. Wouldn't yeah. move back without a job. Correct. And, right. Um, I know York's got a lot of open jobs, a lot of open positions mm-hmm. for people that are looking now. You're also, you know, beyond your business, you've been very involved in the community. Mm-hmm. And can you talk a little bit about uh, about why? Why do you choose to serve and give back? Well, when I when I initially came back, um, I paid attention a lot to certain individuals. Uh, my, my father, Don Witte, Don Freeman, um, these were all mentors of mine. And I paid attention to what they did and what they were doing and how they were doing it. And that's what they did. They all served. And they served their community. And they taught me, they instilled into me why they did that. And that's, you know, yes, you want the community to grow so you can expand your business. So your business stays stable and your business can grow. And that's that's the underlying factor, but really it's also to you want to see I have pride in York. You want to see York grow. You want to see it thrive. And um, the best way to do that is to get involved. You know, be involved in the community. Be be a decision maker. And to get out there and to do those and become knowledgeable about other businesses and how they work. It's only going to help my own business. Mm-hmm. And but it's also again, to help the overall community thrive and grow. Yeah. Are there any projects or anything right now that, that you're working on or things you're involved with in some of these service avenues that you'd like to bring up or talk about? Um, yeah, we've, uh, York County Development Corporation has been something I've been a part of for a number of years. Um, they, they will soon be initiating their membership drive. Um, so if anybody is out there listening and you're curious, um, YCDC is a valuable um, component to the community and along with the chamber as well and the visitors bureau 
and the York Community Foundation. They're all very important. But uh, I would say YCDC is can really help your business grow, can help you find avenues for funding. Um, they can help you in transitions from of, of ownership of your business. They have a lot of resources that can help you. And their existence is key. Years ago, when I first got on YCDC, it was we were funded in three different ways from the county, from the city, and then from, from private memberships. And the county and the city were always well above what the private membership was. And you talk about a three-legged stool, we didn't have that. And so over the years, we've really tried to get that private membership money up. And the more of that we have, the more we can do. We can That money we can use to help another business start up, that we can uh, help your business um, if you need some gap financing for a project that you just short a little bit. So that money is important, and we've done a very good job of getting that back up. Now it actually exceeds both what the city and the county are giving us. And I want to continue, continue that to grow because that's very important. If we have more of that money, then there's more resources that will be available for our members, and that's very important. Um, also, again, when I first started with York County Development Corporation, you didn't touch housing. Economic developers had nothing to do with housing. That has completely changed. A huge component of what we do right now is housing. And we've been uh, a part of both of the projects that are currently under construction in town. The apartment complex on Noves, those poor guys with the weather yeah. <laughs> they've had, they are, I mean, they're struggling and that's too bad. Uh, but uh, the Vistas at Meadow Grove have been great um, to work with. And that is a huge need that we had. Um, affordable housing with three bedrooms uh, was just not, it was very, very shy. And so for a larger family, to be able to have three bedrooms now is, is great. And um, so we, YCDC helped with that and also the York Housing Authority, which I'm a part of, we helped with that too. And we have, and if you are on a voucher um, and you you don't like where you're living or, you're, or it's not enough space for you, um, if you're on the voucher program through the Housing Authority, you can go out there to the Vistas and, and you can get rental assistance through the voucher program out there as well. So. Uh, but anyway, that, yeah, we've got a lot of things going on in New York. It's great. But uh, yeah, those, I think, helping YCDC um, is probably the main thing right now that I would touch on. Kind of the thread through the community that's really... It really does, yeah. 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 So, um, back with your business here specifically, is there anything that um, you see as a common misconception that people have regarding regarding what you do? Um, yeah, you, you did a really good job when you said York Printing Company North Office Supply. Yeah. Our name is, has been really, really hard for people. Um, a lot of us call us North Printing. And we, it was kind of funny. I had, uh, I had a customer just recently write out a check for North Printing. And they said, oh, that's right. It's York Printing. I can rewrite the check. I go, oh, no, the bank already knows. They, <laughs> they, they already cash him, so it's okay. The DBA. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So for years, and this was kind of a marketing strategy that I started probably five years ago. For years, we were we are two separate businesses, York Printing Company and North Office Supplier, two separate entities, um, two separate federal ID numbers and everything. Um, 
but we're, we're, we've been linked together and we always advertise separately. We did everything separately. Well, five years ago, I tried to bring us together a little bit more. So it's York Printing Company and North Office Supply. And I thought if we started to brand that a little bit more, to say that a little bit more, it would help. Yeah. <laughs> it would help say York yeah. Printing Company and North Office Supply. And so that's, I think it's been working a little bit, but uh, that's, that's the biggest, most <laughs> obvious misconception. Um, some of the other things might be uh, we get a lot of, oh, I didn't, I didn't know you did that there. And so, again, we have so many different things that we do. So it's hard to advertise all those things. It's hard to, to push all those things. And social media is great. If I was better at social media, we would probably have a much better, you know, I'm just Outreach, terrible yeah. at it. You know, and I wish, you know, we were discussing social media a little earlier before we started recording. And I wish I had a, I wish I had a kid. Like, I wish my delivery person that was from the high school would also double as a social media expert for me. But um, Especially as those change and new, <laughs> new platforms come up. I know. And learn new stuff. Yeah. So what I've learned is if, if, if I personally don't use that social media, I don't use it for my business very much, which is a bad deal. So, yeah, I've gotten into more of the Instagram now and mm-hmm. Snapchat and all yeah. that stuff. So, But uh, that I need to improve upon a lot is to get what we're doing out there via social media because that'll, I think, let people realize, oh, yes, they do do that there instead of, oh, I didn't know you did that there. Yeah. Well, and if they ever have any ideas or questions to see if you do have something, mm-hmm. they can always call or email you. That's right. Yeah. Um, you guys, I mean, obviously have Facebook and mm-hmm. you said Instagram and some of that, that mm-hmm. you can reach out and send a and, message. And Yeah. So if you've got any young kids, let me know. Yeah. Send them my way. Right. Um, so looking at... Um, the Yorkist community, obviously, this is a great community. Um, we see all around us good things happening. But is there anything that if you could wave a magic wand that you'd like to see to improve to make it even a better community? Um, hmm. First, I think if we had more, I think if I would like to have more community involvement, more people at um, at the table when, when decisions are being made. Um, I think there's a core group. You're always one of them. You're always there at all that stuff, and that's great to see. And I think the young professionals are really, that has really gotten a lot of momentum. A lot of activities are happening, a lot of things that they're doing, and that is so great to see. I love to see that. So, you know, one of those, that that would be one of my main things, and so that could be happening right now, and that's yeah. fantastic. Um, more retail. I mean, I would, yeah. I would love to see more retail downtown. Um, which is hard to do, and and I know that, and we've and the chamber's been working on that for years, and it's not an easy thing to do. I get it, but you know, if I had a magic wand, that would be fantastic. You know, be able to, for us to be able to go and mm-hmm. maybe get uh, yeah. more options for clothes and that type of thing. But, yeah, when I know um, there's yeah there's a lot of businesses that have opened up recently, last yeah. few years downtown, and a lot of it's just people getting out and seeing what's there because. Mm-hmm. You know, there's been multiple times I go into stores and get that exact same thought. Oh, I didn't know you have that. Yeah. Yep, oh, yep. I've been looking for that. I didn't yep. know that was here. Yeah. And so how do you get that marketing out that there are products? You know, mm-hmm. just because they say they sell one thing or that's their main focus doesn't mean they don't also have correct other services or products they offer. You know, it's and it's so it's getting out and visiting those stores. Maybe you're not necessarily going to go buy something right then and there, but if you get in there, you could see something that in a week you might remember. Oh, yes, they have that. Mm-hmm. So getting people out and and into the stores is, is key. Um, I know that you also worked on this too a little bit, but more, and YCDC's been talking about it too, but more 
co-op spaces would be really mm-hmm. cool. Um, where, you know, a person would go in in the morning into a, into a shared kitchen and make bread and bakery stuff. And then somebody else goes in to make some, you know, cold meals that you can just pick up and take home and warm up that are fresh. And, mm-hmm. you know, so then somebody else comes in in the evening and makes donuts for the next day. I mean, yeah. you know, something like that, more of those worker spaces that I mean I think that would be really cool if we had one of those kind of maker space yes that you would be able to do a lot of things in and I'm in the library is looking into that as well but Mm -hmm. it would be really cool to have one building dedicated for that that would be awesome to have that and I suppose another thing that I've always kind of harped on would be to uh, have more you know switching back to quality of life would be to expand our walking trails and the bike path Get that up to the pool and the ballparks just because living on, I live on the far west side of town. So my kids, you know, to get to the pool, you know, they kind of have to, they kind of had to take the bike path to get across Lincoln Avenue, which was great, you know, Mm -hmm. and they get over to Blackburn, but then what? Then they got to go up Nobes. And so that was, um, ever since they were young, I was like, geez, I wish we could have that path extended around and then maybe even out to the interstate. And yeah, see, I live over on South Grant and we get kids all the time walking on South Grant works 45 miles an hour. Yeah. And then they have to go over on the highway to get out to you know Starbucks or Walmart mm-hmm. or whatever. And it just, you know, I know there's, there's ways to get it out there relatively yeah. easily. It's just yeah. a matter of getting the right resources yeah. and people in place to, to yeah, get that and done. We were back when we were on that, uh, the comp plan planning committee, you know, that was a big factor. And then connecting it to the, uh, to the trails at, at the upper big blue, the recharge lake. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, connecting all those places with, cause there's more and more, uh, more and more young people would be very, very interested in that. Mm-hmm. I think so. I agree. Um, so yeah, is there anything else that you'd like to bring up? Any questions that or topics you wish I had mentioned that um, you think about? Well, I think that, again, I would go back to what the chamber, everybody in that office, what they do, the chamber, YCDC, Community Foundation, and, um, and the York County Visitors Bureau. I think they, have, they play a very important role mm-hmm. here, and we need to support them. And um, so don't hesitate when, if, if somebody comes and you get a letter in the mail or somebody comes and sees you, ask questions, get involved. And make York a better place to be. Yeah, I think it's a huge asset having all those groups in the same location yeah. and synergy. They kind of get off yes. each other and yes. working on different projects together. It's a great benefit this community. Has. I think it has been too. I think it's been a fantastic benefit. I think getting them all together under one roof was a was a was a good move. I want to thank you for sitting down and talking, and thank you for the service you've done the community sure. and the business you continue to operate, and um, look forward to what you have in yeah. the future. Well, thank you, Stephen. I, I really appreciate you asking me to do this. This is a great idea, and I hope it continues to go well for you. If you've enjoyed this podcast and want to hear others, check out our website, hendersonstatebank.net backslash podcast. You can subscribe to be one of the first people to hear the latest We Are York episodes. We're listed on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow Henderson State Bank on Facebook for new information 
or to send me a message if you've got a business in the community you'd like to hear more about. I'm Stephen Postier. Thank you for listening to We Are York. Until next time. Thank you.